Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, April 12th, 527 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures up one and a half at 629 and a quarter. July soybeans down one and three quarters at 1469 and a half. July Chicago wheat up five at 689. July Kansas City wheat up seven at 857. July spring wheat up seven at 870. We're going to start off with Eastern Europe and some of these issues related to Ukrainian grain. So Romania and Poland in particular have become key routes for Ukrainian grain exports. Since Russia's invasion of Ukraine last year, Ukraine has been forced to find some alternative routes. They're shipping grain out of the Black Sea, of course, and the Black Sea grain deal has been successful by all measures, but still they, they need some additional routes. So a lot of this grain now uh, moving through Poland, through Romania, and these countries are not happy about it. There's a glut of Ukrainian grain that has hurt prices in Eastern Europe, uh, places again like Romania, Poland, Hungary. The prime ministers of a bunch of these countries, prime ministers of Poland, Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary, and Slovakia asked the European Union last week to take action on Ukrainian agricultural imports. They essentially want to ban or restrict imports of grain from Ukraine. There's been farmer protests. Poland's ag minister resigned last week as a result of this. Poland reported on Friday that it would temporarily halt imports of Ukrainian grain into its domestic market. Romania's ag minister said this week that temporarily halting Ukrainian grain imports would help to protect local farmers. So the uh, change here in the narrative and in the idea over the last year, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, a year ago, it was, oh my gosh, we can't get grain out of Ukraine. We've got to rally wheat to $12, $13, right? Today, it's, we've got too much Ukrainian grain in Europe. We don't want it. Send it back. Uh, a phenomenal change in the narrative and the idea here. Uh, really, really interesting stuff. So if you're a farmer in you know Eastern Europe and this cheap Ukrainian wheat corn is showing up at your door, uh, you're not happy about that because it's going to hurt your local cash market and the uh, local governments are taking notice of that. Let's jump to the USDA report, which was yesterday. No major surprises here whatsoever. You look at the U.S. carryout estimates unchanged in corn. There were a couple of immaterial changes on the U.S. corn balance sheet. Uh, soybeans, USDA did not touch the U.S. balance sheet there. A lot of people thought that these numbers would decline, the uh, soybean carryout estimate and also the corn carryout estimate because of those March 1st uh, stocks numbers. They did not. The wheat stocks... Uh, wheat carryout projection, rather, was above expectations because USDA cut its estimate for domestic wheat feeding here in the United States. Uh, to jump to South America, the one thing that sticks out here perhaps would be this Argentina soybean number. The trade thought they'd go from 33 down to 29. They went down to 27. So USDA was a little bit more aggressive with its uh, Argentina soybean uh, production estimate and the cut there. Still, this 27, guys, that's not a surprise. That should not be a surprise to anybody. I don't think it's bullish. I think it's it's the way that this thing was going. And if USDA didn't go to 27 um, yesterday, they were going to do it in May. And honestly, I, I if I had to bet, I'd say they go lower in future reports. Uh, the Argentina corn uh, corn estimate was about as expected at 37, came down from 40. Uh, USDA did not touch the Brazilian corn number. They did raise the Brazilian soybean number. So yesterday's report was kind of a dud, as this April report often is. 
Uh, guys, report day is a great day to be a premium subscriber. I had a USDA report a snapshot video out within 20 minutes of the release yesterday. Uh, the more important and, and way more interesting video that I did yesterday was with my friend Jim Urio of television fame. Jim's all over CNBC and Fox Business. We talked about the U.S. dollar, its reserve status, um, what uh, some of these things mean. Like You hear stories about China and Brazil uh, going away from the dollar in terms of trading. Uh, they're trading more yuan in Russia than they are U.S. dollars. What does this mean for the U.S. dollar? Uh, what does it mean for its status as reserve currency? What does it mean for you guys as farmers? This is like a half an hour video. This is an absolute must watch, guys. Jim is fantastic. Get some really great commentary. Uh, go to standardgrain.com this morning. You can sign up on your phone or on your computer. It takes about one minute to do with your credit card. This is a $50 per month subscription, guys. New premium stuff every single business day. Uh, no other fee, no other obligation. Cancel at absolutely any time. U.S. radar is blank this morning again, so planting conditions in a lot of areas wide open. I've heard reports from all over the place about planting uh, already started or um, is starting later this week. I know there are some areas that are still cold, too cold, still too wet, especially up in the north. Um, of course, we know that the areas, uh, the problems up there, rather, are well documented. You look at the forecast and maybe some areas of Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, a little bit of Illinois, a little bit of Nebraska, maybe they see up to an inch terrain in total over the next seven days, but you're not talking any sort of big, broad sweeping system. This forecast is is conducive to uh, a pretty quick planting pace in a lot of areas. Temperatures today going to be in the 70s across a lot of the Corn Belt. Uh, the exception here would be North Dakota, where they're only going to hit temperatures in the 40s or 50s. And this, uh, say, northwest part of Minnesota here, uh, same deal, will be on the cooler side. But the forecast looks good. Um, I see a little bit more rain potentially uh, next week, April 19th or 20th. Uh, you might see some, some additional rains return to the Corn Belt. But this thing looks awfully good in regard to planting conditions for a lot of the country. No ships were inspected on Tuesday under the Black Sea grain deal out of Ukraine. According to the United Nations, those involved in the deal needed more time to reach an agreement on operational priorities. They've got some issues here in regard to how the inspections are done. A U.N. spokesperson reported that 50 vessels were waiting to move um, out of Ukrainian ports on Tuesday. Inbound inspections became less efficient last week. Russia is insisting on a random list of vessels uh, to be chosen for inspection each day. Uh, routine, uh, routine rather, inspections have resumed today. That's what Reuters printed on the wires uh, early this morning. Since this deal was brokered last July, uh, 27, 28 million metric tons of grain have been exported. Russia commented on the deal uh, early this morning. They said that half of the deal is not working and that the outlook is not good. Uh, Russia says stuff like this every week. I feel like they're bluffing here. I just I don't think Russia is going to exit the grain deal if they were going to do it because they didn't get sanction relief. Why didn't they do it a month ago? Why didn't they do it uh, late last year? I just I, I feel like this is a lot of talk. I just don't know if they're going to do it. Uh, we've got a CPI report today. So we had a uh, real solid unemployment report on Friday. Unemployment's still 3.5%. Um, so there's an increased likelihood of a rate hike on May 3rd. Interest rate markets suggest a 28% chance of no hike on May 3rd, but a 72% chance of a quarter point hike. Uh, headline CPI for March, which will be out, I believe, at 7.30 Central this morning, expected at 5.2%, which would be down from 6 in February. That 5.2 is for March. The February number was 6. So these CPI numbers, your headline numbers, I mean, they've come down every Every single month since uh, they peaked, I believe it was last June or July. Unless there's a big miss here, the, the Fed's going to increase its rate above 5%. Um, 
the Fed is is looking for lower inflation. Of course, their target is two percent. Um, they've they've said in so many words that they want to see higher unemployment. Um, this unemployment rate, uh, the the strong labor market, it's all very sticky in regard to the inflation situation. Cattle market very very strong. Uh, your nearby April contract that was a fresh record high for any spot month cattle contract yesterday, up above one seventy two. Really strong stuff. Cash markets holding together well. Uh, no deliveries reported. Outside markets, the U.S. dollar's down just a little bit. The S and P's up eight. Dow Jones up 90. Bonds are off a little bit. Gold's up five bucks. Crude oil is up nine cents at 81.59 in the June WTI. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you Thursday.